Welcome, welcome, welcome. Really loving my new microphone, Audio Technica, recommend. First of all, welcome, as I have said, to the Environmental Harmony Podcast. I'm your hostess, Bethany Latham. What, what? Did she just say Environmental Harmony Podcast? I thought this was a Growing Forward Podcast. Well, it has been, but things change, ladies and gentlemen. And after much deliberation, we're talking about months of thinking about it and asking people who have no business giving any kind of advice about these things, I have decided, based on a number of reasons, very compelling ones, that I'm going to change the Growing Forward podcast to be the Environmental Harmony podcast. I'll go through the reasons with you. First of all, Growing Forward is now the name of a podcast in New Mexico that focuses on the growing cannabis industry. I've had some exchanges with them, very nice people, and they were willing to change their podcast name to Growing Forward Cannabis in New Mexico, and it's confusing for my fans and listeners. There are also now a number of Christian Growing Forward podcasts, so I think it's a great name but so do a lot of other people, and that makes it confusing. So that's kind of my number one reason. Number two is that, you know, I want to be able to provide as much value as possible to you all who are listening. I really appreciate so much that you take the time out of your valuable days to stop and listen to this podcast and absorb the information that my guests have to offer I want you all to be listening to this podcast and feeling inspired and getting motivated, taking notes and being able to go and implement the things that I'm talking with my guests about in your lives to make your lives better. And I have been getting feedback from listeners that you know, while the sort of business foundation that I've started with where I'm interviewing entrepreneurs and business people is really interesting to a lot of you, it's also you want to hear more about what you know, what these people's specialty is. You want more of the deep dive into, like, for instance, Jeremiah Kidd, who I interviewed on podcast episode number six, I believe, who owns San Ysidro Permaculture. You know, his specialty is water catchment. So I want to be able to offer episodes that aren't just business-focused, but that are focused around sustainability and self-sufficiency and things that I, where I think there's a huge overlap with you know, ethically based businesses or a lot of these people who are the business owners and the entrepreneurs have started their businesses because of their expertise in a certain area, whether that's, you know, water catchment or solar or pollinator gardening or chicken raising. So I want to be able to sort of interview a wider scope of people under this new format. And I'm really excited about that. I'll definitely keep bringing on the entrepreneurs, the business owners, also the makers and the doers of the makers, doers, and entrepreneurs that have been kind of my focus thus far. We're going to put more of an emphasis on the makers and doers going forward and just keep deep diving with my interviewees so that we can give you guys as much value as absolutely possible. I've been really researching who my audience is and You are all people who care about the earth, who have ethical foundations, 
and you want to find solutions for living here that have a positive impact. I once heard a permaculturist talking about, you know, how as conscious people on this earth, we can sort of see the effect that humankind is having on the planet and start to feel pretty disheartened and feel like you want to decrease your footprint as much as possible. And that sort of thinking leads you down this rabbit hole where then it's like, wouldn't it be better if you weren't even here at all? And utilizing you know, permaculture practices and these sustainable methods for living here on earth, regenerative methods for living here on earth, you can want to have a bigger footprint. So you can expand your footprint knowing that you are actually a force of good on this planet. And that's you know what, what I want to present you with in this podcast. That's what the kinds of people that I'm interviewing, we want to provide those solutions. Um, and using intelligent design, we can certainly do that. I believe that wholeheartedly. I'm going to talk just a little bit about my business, which is Environmental Harmony. So I'm also streamlining my business and my offerings by bringing it all under the same umbrella. Um, my business is whole system sustainable design. I am a landscape designer. I specialize in edible landscaping and I truly believe that the most impactful thing we can do right now on earth is to grow our own food. We need to be localizing food systems and empowering people to have that self-sufficiency, being able to feed themselves and having a full pantry, a full larder, as Jill Salatin would say, um, so that you know that you're going to be okay no matter what happens in the world around you and you can share that bounty with your community. That's why I started getting into edible landscaping and I'm very passionate about it. There are also two other divisions of my business, my business partner and life partner, the very handsome, talented Wyatt Rhonda, who if you follow my YouTube channel, Environmental Harmony, you may have seen snippets of him or caught him behind the camera. He is a big solar nerd. He's uh, very, very mechanically oriented, and so he kind of heads up the solar department of Environmental Harmony. We're retrofitting existing homes currently. I would be interested in getting into ground-up builds in the future, but right now what we're doing is we're going into existing homes. We are totally retrofitting their energy, providing them with alternative sources of energy that are suitable to their environments, whether that's solar or wind. Um, we've also looked at geothermal energy for certain clients. We are installing rain catchment tanks. We are doing water harvesting. We are putting in gray water systems and filtration systems and disbursement systems across their property so that the water that falls on their property is utilized on their property as much as possible. And we are installing edible landscapes. So the intention is that our clients are going to be able to be as self-sufficient as possible in their own little area. And I really believe that permaculture has its power on a smaller scale, on a suburban scale. You know, most small homes and yards have plenty of space to provide their inhabitants with most of their needs, which is the really, really fun, amazing, cool thing about intelligent design. So that's what Environmental Harmony is about. We have a blog where I'm typically just talking about uh, medicinal plants and edible plants, especially ones that may be common right around you. And we have got a YouTube channel. I'm sort of growing all of these different facets at the same time. We're still a pretty young business, so 
stay tuned as there will be much more content coming your way. I have a couple of different downloads that I'm going to release over the next few months that I've been working on. Some of them I've been working on for years. One that I am especially excited about is the master sheet of edible plants. I have been studying and collecting. Right now it's up to around 300 edible plants. And this master sheet is the entire guide to how to grow, plant, harvest, prepare, utilize, all of them. And it's it's one of my biggest resources as a designer and I want to be able to share it with other people. So I'm preparing that to be um, a download on the website pretty soon. I'm also working on an app um, aimed at homeschoolers, teaching kids about gardening and um, edible landscaping. So that's really exciting. So we've got a lot of things in the works right now. And I'm really excited to be able to kind of streamline this podcast and put more time into that as well. I've gotten some requests from friends and podcast listeners that I interview myself. So obviously I'm doing that right now. And so without further ado, the Super 7 closing questions. As they shall not be known, I'm going to figure out some kind of cooler jingle than that to put in there. But there will be a jingle. We're going to do jingles from now on, folks, right before the Super 7 Closing Questions. Needs a little bit of work, but we're working on it. We've got a whole team right now who's going to start tackling that one. All right, question number one. What is the most impactful thing that we can do as individuals to impact our communities and our larger global family? I think grow your own food would definitely have to be the answer to that one for me. Also, just be honest. Just be your authentic, honest, true self. You know how rare that is in this world? It's the greatest gift you could possibly give yourself. Question number two. Advice. What advice do I have for someone who wants to start an initiative or a business who's just starting out um, that I wish I would have been given when I was starting out? Well, I think I struggle with this one still, definitely, but um, I think the main thing that I would tell people is to just take action and do it. Just go for it and know that you're going to learn way more doing than you will sitting there reading about doing. And don't allow yourself to be steamrolled by negative people. So there will be people who come up and try to stop you from doing what you want to do, whether it's, you know, out of good intentions or bad intentions, and you just have to not listen to them because there are a million people out there who have started amazing initiatives, amazing businesses, amazing projects who are killing it, and so can you, and you don't have to learn about it before you're ready. Just start and you will learn along the way. My recommended reading podcast YouTube channel Woo! I'm excited about this question. I love to learn. So I have a lot of recommendations. I'm going to start with reading. For the soul, Wendell Berry. I just think Wendell Berry is an amazing, amazing essayist and author. Read some Wendell Berry for perspectives on place and culture and ecology that are very refreshing. If you want to learn about regenerative agriculture, which I personally believe is the best thing for rehabilitating our soils. It's absolutely mind-blowing what regenerative ranchers are being able to do. And if you are getting on the vegan no-meat 
bandwagon that is currently so politically popular, I really urge you to go check out some regenerative agriculturists. Gabe Brown wrote a book called Dirt to Soil. I've read a ton of books on regenerative agriculture, and I think that if you're just going to read one, read Dirt to Soil. That book is amazing. What Gabe Brown has done is amazing. And you know we always want to see things in white and black, and they very rarely ever are. Obviously, you know, industrial cattle farming is a horrible thing and one of the worst things for the environment. But regenerative agriculture and raising herbaceous grazers in a regenerative way is the best thing we could do for the soil. So there really is no like, oh, raising cows is terrible and eating meat makes you a bad person. It's a lot more complicated than that. It really, really depends. And it's important to find our local farmers. So dirt to soil. For business... Um, I'd have to agree with my last two interviewees. Profit First is an amazing business book. It's kind of logistics of how to set up your business, how to run a business. I found a lot of value in that. Um, for finance and like investing, I think that The Simple Path to Wealth by J.L. Collins is a really great just all-around book on investing. If you're going to read a book on investing, that's the one that I recommend. And Joel Salatin, I love him. His, his methods on his farm, Polyface, in West Virginia are just incredible. He has an awesome YouTube presence. I re just recommend anything Joel Salatin has touched. It's fantastic. Uh, another business book I just finished, The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone, was really motivational. He is like super high energy and totally motivated me to stop uh, turning away from some tasks that I didn't really want to do and just toughen up and go and do them right then. So if you're needing a kick of inspiration, go read the uh, 10X rule. For podcasts, um, finance podcast, Afford Anything by Paula Pant. I think she's a great hostess and she's very, very articulate and a total finance wizard. Uh, I really love that podcast. Um, Bigger Pockets podcasts. Bigger Pockets is, is like, kind of like a real estate investing community online that's a huge amazing resource for tons of people and they have maybe like four podcasts now there's the bigger pockets real estate investing podcast the bigger pockets money podcast which is about finance bigger pockets business podcast those are all great i've listened to them all at different times for different reasons um there's a so edible podcast a really 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 sweet family in north carolina and they are living in a passive solar house. I think they're completely off-grid, and they grow almost all of their own food. It's a co-hosted podcast, husband and wife, and it's just one of the most endearing things ever. They're such a sweet couple. They have such sweet family values, and they give a lot of really, really great content and information on how they've set up their lives, how they built their house. I think there's an entire episode about how they picked out windows for their house. So... You know, if you're wanting to live that kind of a lifestyle, definitely go listen to the So Edible podcast. I think S-O-W, like to sew, Edible podcast is great. Um, Sustainable World Radio is one of my very favorite podcasts. I think I've listened to every single episode. It's the first podcast that I really got into. Jill Cloutier is the hostess. She also records the Plant Report 
She's from Santa Barbara, California. The Plant Report is another podcast I just highly recommend to my fellow plant lovers. Each episode, she goes over a different plant, and I've learned a lot about our plant allies through that podcast. Definitely recommend that. Um, YouTube. I don't watch YouTube as much as I listen to podcasts and read, but I do love uh, Morag Gamble is a permaculturist in Australia, and I've watched her build her business into a booming one over the last few years through YouTube. She is a beautiful, wonderful lady who has an amazing homestead in Australia, and she takes you through her sort of tropical food forest in a lot of the episodes, and I've learned a lot from her. That's a really, really great YouTube channel. Gardener's World is a BBC show, super popular in the UK. I love it, and I can only watch it on YouTube. So I do that quite often, and that's just sort of English fine gardening at its best. Recommend to any of my fellow gardening enthusiasts. Favorite plants is the next question. What are some of my favorite plants? My goodness, I have a lot as I sit here surrounded by houseplants. I love houseplants. Totally adore tropicals and being surrounded by plants at all times, but... I'm going to talk about outdoor plants. Uh, Right now, it is beginning of June, and the poppies at the farm where I'm working currently are just going nuts. They have the most insanely vibrant petals and those beautiful, big, fuzzy flower buds before they open that kind of droop, and I just think they're the most stunning flowers, and then... At the end of the summer, their seed pods have these like little, it's like a little row of windows along the top. If you haven't seen this, you have to look up a picture and then buy a bunch of poppy seeds and plant them everywhere. These seed pods open and it looks like the fairy house of my childhood dreams. They're so beautiful. Love poppies. They come in so many different colors and they seem to just grow Wherever they're planted, there are poppies that just pop up all over the place, and they're really easy to reseed. So yes, poppies, definitely one of my favorites. I've been researching angelica, which is an herb. Angelica archangelica, I believe, is the botanical name. Papaver roes is the botanical name of our poppy friend. Gonna just pause here so I can be sure. It's true. Angelica, Archangelica. So to start off, in the landscape, Angelica is a very bold, tall presence. It can grow up to eight feet tall, and it has this beautiful mound at the base of these big forked chartreuse leaves. And then it's a biennial herb, so in the second year, it fulfills its lifespan and sends off all of its seeds. It should reseed itself really easily once you have your initial patch established in your garden. Um, But the second year, it shoots up these big fleshy stalks. And atop those stalks, these giant round flower heads with different umbels of like yellowy green flowers appear. And it's just super architectural in a landscape. I love the way that it looks. Uh, It has very few pests. All parts of the plant are edible. The roots are primarily used for um, medicine, so they're 
like tuberous roots. They kind of have the the whole plant sort of tastes like licorice, which isn't my favorite flavor, um, but it is reportedly very very medicinal. It's been used by humans as medicine for centuries. Um, it was known as the Holy Spirit plant in the Middle Ages because it seemed to just have this miraculous way of curing what ails you. Apparently, it was even documented that it was a cure for the Black Death. And it is a bitter tonic herb, so you can incorporate it into your diet without having to worry about it like throwing your systems out of balance. Because it is bitter, it can be used to improve digestion. Um, it's reported to improve fat absorption and relieve a feeling of heaviness. Um, it's also been re- recommended by herbalists for people who have uh, like bronchial lung and chest congestion and it's supposed to stimulate delayed menstruation, it's supposed to help relieve bladder infections, um, eardrops are used that are made from the herb, you can like burn the root, the smoke from it um, has been used in like shamanic cultures to um, promote relaxation and imagination and it is said that the scent from the burning root helps people enter into um, what shamanic herbalists refer to as the dream time, which is all pretty interesting stuff. The stalk can be candied, and that was initially done on a large scale by the Dutch in the 1700s and then became a pretty popular candied treat in England. The leaves can be eaten raw, used as a poultice, um, in salads, seeds can be eaten once they're like nice and ripe and about to fall off of the flower heads. There's actually a product called Angelica made from it, which is an herbal liqueur manufactured in Massachusetts. It's also a really commonly used ingredient in gin distillation, along with like coriander and juniper berries. And I've actually used it to make my own gin. I didn't realize until I was studying it specifically on its own that it was part of this concoction I used to kind of recreate the profile of beef eater gin. And yeah, pretty, pretty amazing little plant. So I'm very stoked on Angelica currently. On to the next question. An ethically based business that I would love to see happen, but may not do myself. I may actually do this business myself, but I think that it needs to be happening everywhere. I just think it would be so great Somebody started a nonprofit where people go around and help old people take care of their gardens. You know, this year my grandpa and his wife are in their, they're getting towards the latter years of their 80s and for the first time they decided not to have a garden. And that made me so sad and I don't live close enough to them to where I could go by once a week and weed their garden and make sure it gets watered and, you know, harvest things for them. They're both still pretty capable. They they cook a lot and, you know, they're of the generation where they know how to preserve food. They know how to garden. They have always grown some of their own food and used it. My grandma made the best salsa ever. And it makes me so sad that they've reached an age now where they can't do that for themselves. They don't have family nearby to to help them with that sort of thing. So I think that would just be amazing. And, you know, in the future, I would love to be able to 
dedicate a team of my uh, landscaping company to take a couple days a week and or even just one yeah one or two days a week where everyone goes to visit a different you know elderly couple who's signed up for this and help them facilitate their gardens I think that's super important and it should be happening everywhere final super seventh question where can you even find me you can find me on Instagram at environmental.harmony or my personal Instagram, Bethany underscore growing forward. Also, growing forward was my Instagram handle before I made the podcast growing forward, so I'm probably going to keep it for the time being. Uh, you can email me, uh, Bethany at environmentalharmony.com or if it's about this podcast, uh, podcast at environmentalharmony.com. There will also be um, a sign up subscription button on the podcast page on the website so that you can subscribe and be notified when I release a new episode I've had a few people contact me about that and I haven't had a way for them to do that until now but now you can it's the totally new world of podcasting also I'm on Pinterest I'm actually very active on Pinterest I love Pinterest and I'm constantly collecting inspiration there so environmental harmony on Pinterest and YouTube, Environmental Harmony, Facebook page, Environmental Harmony, pretty much across the board. Um, Thank you all so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I hope that you all approve and accept the rebrand. And if you or someone you know want to be on the show, then send me an email and let me know. All right. Hope you all having a lovely day. Bye. Summer save me. All the structures of my time are insecure With false foundations And I look for truth and find the views obscure Without borders in our minds Could we make peace with our own kind? Your fire feeding mine Bye.